What's up? We are back again. It is the Two Do Men podcast. And as always, it's Skaggs and the Captain. And uh, what do we got on the docket today? Big day, huh? Big day. Big day. Uh, you know, we have been kind of holding off talking about this, really. We talked a little bit about Kyle Rittenhouse in uh, episode 100, but we had been waiting for, you know, the, uh, the verdict to come down. And then we figured we'd do a deep dive into it. So it is, uh, you know, today is the day that the verdict came yeah. down. It is Friday night. I am putting aside my Halo Infinite time <laughs> just to do this for Doom Nation. Uh, you know, I've been really looking yeah. forward to that. I had some free time tonight. So, you know, the uh, work goes on. You, you always make me laugh, by the way, when we start and you uh, do the countdown and you flip me off at the end. <laughs> yep. Um, I want, you know, since it's Friday, got a nice Heineken tall boy. Well, we're going to crack this one open for everyone who's going to fuck around and find out tonight. Skaggs runs over to his little mini bar to get a beer, I'm sure. I got a Miller Light. Miller Willer. So, yeah, man. Kyle Rittenhouse is found not guilty, not guilty. on all charges. Yes. And it is a win for justice. And the podcast, like we've said before, is, is normally me and you complaining about shit that sucks mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, like bad stuff and whatnot. This is a win. So, yeah. a win should be celebrated for self defense. Obviously, for the guy himself, Kyle Rittenhouse, he's just a 17 year old kid, you know, was facing pretty much life behind bars, yeah. uh, you know, being prosecuted by the state. And uh, we'll get into all the details. Yeah, I, I almost wanted to do the podcast with like my rifle strapped to my back. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give any am- ammunition to the yeah. leftists, you know, no pun intended. Left wing nut jobs. So I wanted to um, I wanted to kind of start here. Let's let's go back. Right. Because we haven't spoken about this in a while. Like what exactly happened back then to even cause Kyle to go to this thing and what was going on. And you, you watched that podcast the other day with Joe Rogan, Tim pool yeah. uh, and everybody. And that was really interesting, right? Because they kind of spoke a little bit about the very beginning, what was going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it was Jacob Blake, I believe his name was. And he was, uh, he was in a, in a, a domestic disturbance, like domestic something violence. He, right? he originally, got an arrested i think for gun charges and then they were searching for him and like he was under the influence of armed and dangerous they were under the influence that he was armed and dangerous i believe and that was the one where the 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 female cop killed him right where like no, she just no 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 that was uh that was the young kid i think with okay. the taser jacob blake i believe had a knife and uh, that's why the cop shot him um according to the video i could be wrong i don't remember exactly there's been so many of these like public cases yeah these cops shooting people like this hard to even remember all of them but you know long story short 
that caused riots to go down in Kenosha where this occurred. Um, you know, it was Black Lives Matter going out there to protest. And as we've seen countless times, you know, before their, their protest ends up turning into violent violence, violent, you know, riots, mm-hmm. people burning down buildings and, you know, just complete chaos. So, go- yeah, to, you know, just to set the precedent, like if you show up to protest and you're marching through the streets with your signs and chanting and playing music, having speakers come up and talk about what the issues are, that's a peaceful protest. Once any businesses are being destroyed, cars being flipped, any type of fires, any type of, you know, projectiles flying through the air, beatings, muggings. This is no longer peaceful. It is a full blown riot. And the media has done a sensational job lying to everyone. Yeah, of course. You know, and look, man, you know, we've said it a million times. We both agree with the sentiment behind Black Lives Matter. We just never agreed with the organization of the riots. And, and at this point, I, I'm not giving them any more cover. Your organization has been part of numerous violent riots over the fucking course of, you know, the past couple of years. So your organization serves no purpose, no benefit anymore to advancing the cause of Black Lives Matter. It's been tainted, just like, in my opinion, how Trump has also kind of been tainted in terms of like winning back freedoms and whatnot. If he runs for president again, it's going to drive everybody crazy and we're never going to make any progress. It's going to be just orange man, bad shit. So I'm looking at it in a similar way. But when this when this whole thing went down, the police. Let's go back to the podcast, first of all. Right. Because Joe Rogan in that podcast had said, you know, it was complete anarchy um, that what was going on. And Luke Rudkowski, I don't know if you know who Luke Rudkowski is. He was the guy sitting next to Joe Rogan. I, did, I listened to it. I didn't watch it. He made the point. He's like, that wasn't anarchy. That was state sponsored and allowed yeah. violence. Right. Yeah. And if you think back to this protest, the police were told to stand down. Mm-hmm. The governor of Wisconsin did not call in the National Guard. And violence erupted and yeah. no one did anything about it. And this was violence erupted on day one. It wasn't like yep. it wasn't like a, f- a couple of days of peaceful protests started. No, no, no. Shit got fiery, not peaceful yeah. immediately. Didn't I think oh, it, there's so many riots to go back to. Uh, I think like either the first night of that was you good or. Yeah, I have some. Uh, <clears throat> well, what I was saying, hopefully you guys can still hear me, was I believe like immediately during one of those riots in Kenosha, either they burnt that they looted and burnt down a target or they burnt the Wendy's down to the ground. They were firebombing random businesses yeah. in town. Kyle Rittenhouse. Look, say what you want. If I was his father, I would not have allowed him to go to a riot. Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse only lived a few miles away. His family worked in Kenosha. Mm-hmm. He went there to like basically provide security and try and help for whatever reason. The kid thought he was going to be a firefighter, a cop. He actually did have some training in like local police, like youth. I think volunteer stuff. firefighter shit. Yeah, volunteer volunteer. Uh, firefighter, you know, like youth police stuff. He thought he was going to go there and help people and, and defend businesses and whatnot. And he got caught up in, in the mess of, of mm-hmm. what was going down. He did not obviously cross state lines with an assault rifle, which it doesn't even exist. There's no such thing as assault oh, rifle. A lie told by the media. Yeah. And he got caught up, you know, this, this trial though, the, the point I want to stress here and the point I want to make tonight here, obviously, which I'm sure you're going to make the, the larger point here is that this was an assault on your right to self-defense by the state. And it was the state 
who allowed this situation to occur because they pulled out. They well, pulled out. They never deployed the National Guard. They never they basically told the police to stand down. So if you are a private property owner, a business owner, you pay taxes, you've engaged in a social contract with the state to protect your pro- your property. How does that happen with the police, with the National Guard? They violated that contract. So it's up to you in order to defend your private property. That is the fucking right of every single American person. Doesn't matter what you look like, what ethnicity you are, anything. If you are a person standing within the physical boundaries of the United States of America, you have a right to private property and to the defense of your private property. I don't give a fine fuck what Chris Murphy or Joe Biden, whoever has to say. That is your right as a human being. Forget about even being an American. So people had to take it into their own hands, as they have had to do multiple times over the course of riots and whatnot. What about that other couple who, when they broke down the gates into the private, uh, the gated community, and they showed up... And right. he pulled his AR out on the on the front lawn, and they <laughs> they went nuts over that guy. Right, right. Uh, uh, Ken, uh, yeah, Ken and Karen. Ken. I forget, I forget his last Ken name. Ken and Karen. Yeah, yeah. You know, with him, we criticize him for you know poor uh, poor gun etiquette by pointing it at people. Kyle Rittenhouse was on his game. He didn't point mm-hmm. a gun at anybody until they were literally physically assaulting him, attacking him. This is all on video. Everything. It's it's shocking how how accurately and how like detailed everything was on video, like mm-hmm. almost every moment in question uh, in Rittenhouse's case was on video. So it was interesting because for once you have a trumped up bullshit narrative that was created by the media. And if you didn't see this stuff, you would have, you know, most people would have believed what the media told you, you know, the fact that we could have cameras in there was great. Drones footage. Yeah. Well, I'm saying cameras in the actual um, drone, uh, of course, a cameras yeah. on the situation. I'm talking about cameras in the courthouse oh, okay. also because this was a state trial. So if we didn't, you know, if we weren't able to watch it, and I did watch a lot of it, and so did, you know, people that I follow, and, you know, I watched the clips and whatnot, we would not know the truth behind most of this stuff. It'd be just deciphered by the media who is, you know, allowed firsthand uh, access in there. So, so for people out there who are still saying this kid is, Guilty. This kid is a white nationalist. This is bullshit. He crossed state lines like our friend Mayor de Blasio just tweeted before. You Mm -hmm. could have watched the court case and you could have found out the real situation. You could have found out the real details, but you chose to make yourself ignorant of it, but then give an opinion on something you know nothing about. You know that famous quote, you can't wake people up who choose to be asleep. This is that exact situation going on. And I've tried myself as an individual like to talk to a few people that i know that are like on the left who who posted stuff on instagram about kyle rittenhouse and i challenged them because i'm like look no one you you, they're they're siloed they're you're not no one's gonna get through them so i'm like i'm gonna go out of my way and try and like change three or four minds here and uh use it as kind of like a red pill moment for some people you know did i get through to them i don't know but go ahead i've been ranting (laughs) sorry no um yeah there's i mean Today was a hell of a day. Um, the second that not guilty verdict came out, work, I might as well walked out of the office. Yeah, I got not much it, done, and I was yeah. really nervous. Uh, it's um, funny, real quick, per- personal story. When when the uh, I was watching it live, and somebody in the office was talking to me, and I had one you know one uh, earbud in one ear, and talking to this person in the other ear, and like they were starting to read the verdicts, and I I had no. I was like speaking to that person, but I had no interest in whatever it was yeah. they had to say. 
it was funny because um you sent the link and i started watching it and i was eating lunch and i was oh my god this is they you know they really played it up with you know when they're coming out when they're you know so i was tuning in and out and you're like this is pretty nerve-wracking and i'm watching it and it just got more and more intense and then the judge was like all right rise bring me over the papers and like i wasn't worried being kyle rittenhouse oh well yeah he fainted he almost you know he hit the ground um but when they started saying not guilty, I, yeah, I was pretty excited. And, you know, the one nice thing that I've noticed so far, excuse me, is I, I still, you know, we're going to be talking about winning a lot. And I, I feel like we're winning the culture war because I've, you know, as we've done this podcast, we're 100 episodes in, we do the reviews, you know, the uh, social media is its own undertaking in its own. I've I've learned a lot off of social media and I started, you know, to realize that on my personal Instagram account, my stories, you know, the stories that I see, the news feed is very just things that I like and people that I like. It's not that political. Obviously, our podcast, you know, news feed right. is a completely different story. That's what you know, we're not following food and, you know, muscle car pages. We're following congressmen and women. And uh it was very quiet on my Instagram, on my Facebook, very quiet. Once again, super, it's really not too political. All this stuff. I, I saw one person on Instagram uh, who, you know, made it the race thing. It was a picture of Kyle Rittenhouse walking away as two cops arrest a black person. You're wrong, man. An, an, an invented scenario that does not exist. Yeah, yes. Right? Yes. First off, it's an invented right. scenario. And you're saying he got off because he was white. Uh, he there was no there's no people because it was the truth yeah there's there's no people of color involved in this this scenario yes this was a blm protest but everybody who got shot or harmed or was involved was all white people one of which was so, a pedophile convicted oh they were children. all all four all four of the victims and they're not victims uh all no, four of the assailants of the aggressors yeah right. of the aggressors were they they had huge rap sheets. They were all felons. And then somebody on Facebook, oh, what a sad day, feeling disappointed. Where's the justice? And I know who it is, and I'm not going to say the name, obviously, no. but I personally know this person couldn't be one of the most in, uninformed people, you know, just didn't watch a single a single minute of the court case, doesn't know who the the aggressors or the people who were shot doesn't know what the prosecutor pulled, what, five different times, doesn't know about the jury being intimidated. So you're doesn't, doesn't know about the, uh, the the prosecution's witnesses basically admitting yes. that what they yeah. did was where they were the aggressors yeah. and Kyle never pointed a gun yeah. at them or fired yep. upon them until they were assaulting him or pointing a gun at him. Yeah. You know, illegally. I mean, yep. That's where, the, in, in my opinion, the, the, my opinion, I'm sorry to cut you off here, but the case should have never even been brought to trial. Nah. It was the clearest evidence, you know, like the clearest case of self-defense. But my God, when when Gage Grosswitz, Kreutz, Kreutz, whatever the fuck his stupid name is, when he testified that Rittenhouse never pointed the gun at him until he pointed his own Glock at him, the fucking case was, was closed. That's yeah. it. That's when it was over. Yeah. That was the prosecution's witness. And the guy faced the prosecutor face palmed yeah. after because he knew that's where the case yeah. uh, went south. So sorry. But and, and on top of it, YouTube censorship. 
when uh when youtube banned all the independent streaming services from covering it uh they they didn't co- they only covered the prosecution they never covered the defense and shit like that everybody knows who the prosecutor is can anybody tell me who the defense attorney was you know what i mean right. although, was- although although like binger his name is right he he was such a shit show the prosecutor binger that he made himself famous me he made himself into a walking fucking yeah. name factory which yeah. i participated in some of that and then the second he pointed a gun at the crowd yeah. with his finger on the trigger it was just you're the one that should be behind bars bro uh it's just but i think we're winning this culture war because i follow a lot of people over three different I, i'm not on i'm not on twitter my my twitter account is the podcast page so over all these personal pages it was overwhelming of good i'm glad he's not guilty only a small fraction of a percentage and i that's the way people feel man this is this is culture we keep talking this is culture we are in a cultural warfare right now and that this is the tides that are turning because i saw way more people happy that it was a not guilty verdict and i've been hearing from way more people that are upset that kenosha is going to have to burn tonight because the peaceful left didn't get there didn't get the news they wanted it it blows my mind that people are so hypocritical that they are willing to cross state lines to shoot someone because the kid who crossed state lines and shot someone is found innocent like like, you know the the right they're willing to break every principle they stood on yeah in this case in order to get some some sort of vigilante justice yes in their own mind People are ready to become vigilantes to kill the vigilante if he's found it. It doesn't it. It is such it it is a snake eating its tail and there isn't much left to eat. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's so stupid. People are willing to commit every single crime that they were trying to hang on this kid because he's found innocent. It makes no sense, man. It's it the just, iron law of woke yeah, projection. Of woke projection. Yeah. And, just, you know, dude, I've been telling you for the past few weeks, you know, we're going to win the culture war because no, this, I, I believe this it doesn't make sense, you know, and that's why you got to be the happy warrior as, as a yeah. Michael Malice. So, I, as I, I really be sometimes <laughs> I really believe it. You know, it's it's all starting to unfold. If you if we start going back over our podcast one, maybe from like 100 down, we'll see how it's unfolded because. I mean, Fauci, his credibility is gone. You know, even though people might not believe that his credibility is gone, you tell them about the dogs, they're going to hate Fauci. You know, uh, the issues with the vaccine, YouTube, I'm not saying the vaccine's ineffective, but the CDC and studies from around the world have found some interesting information of people who are fully vaccinated or ending up in the hospitals more and contracting COVID more. And all these things that's unfolding, critical race theories falling apart, the domestic terrorists with the Department of Justice, that's falling apart. He was caught the the head of the DOJ was caught red handed lying about, oh, we're not going after parents. And here's a whole form about we're going we're using the FBI for counterterrorism to go after parents. Parents are getting ready to homeschool kids. Yeah, all it's you know, and it's funny. And I, I know you hate it, but it was a good it's a good analogy. Q always said it was like, it's going to start with a drip 
and then it's going to be two drips and then it's going to be a stream and then it's going to be a flood. And here it is. The corners are unfolding, man. You know, the, right. the whole bowing down to the woke mob just took one on the chin. Yeah. You ever seen the, two- the meme where it's like uh, the guy with the whip and he's whipping all the people yeah. in front of him and they're all like bowing down and cowing. Yep. And then like one person stands up and the guy goes to whip him. Then like five people stand up and then 10 people stand, you know, like, yep. then the whole crowd is standing up. And, the and then he's the bowing whip, down. The, the whip, the guy with the whip is bowing down, right? Like, mm-hmm. yes, that has begun to occur. And today, yeah. mark this down in fucking history. Today was the moment you're going to point back to and be like, that's when the tide officially turned. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to go on the offensive here in the culture war and start clawing back fucking freedom yeah. and liberty and, you know, shutting up these fucking authoritarian lunatics that are right on the yeah. street. Um, the, my, my biggest argument is... You know, people always, especially this new woke culture, they're always the victim. They're they're the victim. They're the victim. They're, there's always a way to claim who's being victimized, you know, systematic racism. And the one thing I've realized, and I thought of this on the way home from work today, is none of these people have ever truly been victims. No, no. They're all you ever got soft. your ass beat? You ever got your ass beat real bad? Before this is way back before I even knew you, me and my buddy that I won't name. I save everybody the story. Long story short, it resulted in two minivans full of kids jumping out 15 on two. I had stitches. They broke his nose with a stick ball bat. They effed us up. We looked at people who wanted to do nothing but harm. If People from the restaurants around didn't come running outside to break it up. If another car with, you know, a concerned person didn't break it up and we didn't run away, who knows what the result would have been. If we if we didn't run, if we didn't run towards the movie theater like we did, if we ran down the alleyway and they chased us, maybe I'll be in a wheelchair right now. Maybe I'd be blind right now. I you know what I mean? That's that's being a victim. I was defenseless. There was nothing I could do. We were overpowered. That's how you turn someone into a victim. But from that point on, I've never lost another fight. I can promise you that. I've never not had some type of security on me. You know, so I I was explaining to someone like, and she was like, people just, you know, they they don't understand self-defense. And I go, it's not that. It's they're, they're cowards. They were never victims. They never had to suffer through what i had to suffer through they never had trust me you could give anyone a gun and if you get 10 people to chase them down with baseball bats they're going to use that gun 100 of the time even if they don't know how to use it you know what i mean and you know cowards lay down and die and that's what the woke mob and that's what the left wants you to do Lay down and die. If you do not have our ideologies, if you are not part of our tribe, lay down and die. Because if you fight back, we will come at you with everything. This really, you know, and I will never agree to lay down and die. You know, I've, I've seen what it's like on the other side where, you know, people tried to lay you down and kill you. I'm not I'm not going down without a fight. These people who fight against and 
you could even explain real quick, to them. Real quick, it's funny what? because knowing you for a very long time, you're, you're one of the nicest, most peaceful people yeah. I've ever met in my life. You know, you're not one of like those dudes that goes to a bar and is like looking to get yeah. drunk and start a fight or anything like that. No, the, no all, me and you are the same way like that. Yeah. We're both just looking for a good time. Yeah. All the fights I've ever been in in my adult life is because some shit popped off and a friend of mine got in the middle of it and... I'm not, you know, I'm not going to let them go down, you know, so yeah. I'm I'm going to get involved. I, I, you know, so where was I going with that now? You know, to, to lay that de- they're, they're cowards, weak people lay down and die. And that's what the mob wants. And it's ludicrous to me. And even for the people, when you explain self-defense and they're like, no, 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 self, you're a coward. You're a coward. I don't even know. I'm so like, let me, let me interject here. You know, you know, what's interesting about what you're saying here, what, what's, what's occurred in society and what's happened on the left is they've spun the narrative of words are violence. Yeah. If you say something mean, you're causing literal violence against people and you need to be silenced, quieted, yep. uh, you know, removed from public discourse and thrown in jail for the rest of your life. No motherfucker. Violence is violence, violent. right? And people who are the aggressors, they're the ones causing violence. You yep. know who those people are? The people in Kenosha who were throwing Molotov cocktails and burning build- buildings yeah. down. That I is saw- violence. Violence is not is not uh, Kyle Rittenhouse standing around with the with an AR-15 because that's what the left has now been. Uh, that's the new talking point as well. Oh, well, this is going to embolden the right to walk around everywhere with AR-15s. And that's intimidating in its own. No, Good. it's not. I mean, yes, you know, right. You know, you know what? Yeah. You are right. It is intimidating, right? But that person is not the one initiating the violence. Self-defense is self-defense. Aggression is aggression. Me and you are not aggressive people whatsoever. We would never go anywhere and just burn someone's building down or or whatever like that. But we would walk around and carry an AR-15 if people were doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? If if my neighbor's house got burned last night and they turned to me and said, you're next, I know what I'd be sitting on my roof with. Right, 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 exactly. So I think it was uh, from the Young Turks, Shank Uger. He was the one, you know, he was one of these people on on Twitter saying, you know, well, the right's going to feel emboldened now to walk around with with rifles and whatnot. I'm not on the right. But yeah, motherfucker, people are going to be fucking emboldened now. You're damn fucking right to defend yourself against aggression. Right. Because every single person, like I said, at the beginning of this thing, within the fucking physical confines of the United States of America has Fuck the social contract because it ain't upheld by the state. The state's right. the one perpetrating the fucking violence. You as an individual have every single right to defend yourself. You have no right to aggress and attack and burn someone else's property down or shoot somebody or, or whatever. You have no right to do that, but you have yeah. every right to defend and yourself with whatever means fucking necessary. I'm yeah. sorry. And if you choose to lay down and die, you're a coward. If you choose to... I'm I'm such a peaceful, virtuous person Enjoy. that I will not defend myself. Well, while they're dancing on your head, tell me how tell me how it's working out for you. Yep. And on top of it, I saw a tweet today, too, that said, remind me again how many, you know, remind me again, the 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 right and conservatives are the are the violent domestic terrorists <laughs> that are now emboldened to carry AR-15s. Remind me again how many conservatives uh, went out there and said, if he's found guilty, we're going to burn Kenosha to the ground. How many? I didn't see it. How many? I looked for it, too. I looked for it through the Twitter sphere. I didn't really see it. 
you know, yeah. and that doesn't, I, I don't want to play right is better than left or, or any game like that. But, you know, the truth is the fucking truth. Well, you know, it, we don't want to play the right versus the left because this show, as, you know, we as biased as we can be and, as you know, we, we fall into our own hypocrisy from time to time. The media has made it right versus left. We're only we're only reporting on what's going on out yeah, there to wake true. people up. They we didn't make this the right versus the left. Social big tech and the media is what you know made this right. right versus left. And I to you know, let's get into the media a little bit. You know, someone I think asked you once, they were like, It's great that we point out like hypocrisy and stuff like that, but we don't provide any solutions. And like, how does something like this get fixed? First and foremost, big tech needs to be like this, like JFK said about the CIA, shattered into a thousand pieces and blown away into the wind. Big tech needs to be restructured from the ground up and media. I don't know how we could do it. I don't have a solution. I have but it. this, this, this all. Is- yeah, sorry. This is all. Yeah, let me finish this. This is all brought to us. This is all this division is brought to us by the media. Let's remember, let's go back in time a little bit. OK, Kyle Rittenhouse was just found not guilty. But two summers ago, if you put if you supported Kyle Rittenhouse on Facebook, you were censored. You were banned. Go, yeah. Right. GoFundMe would not let you fund Kyle Rittenhouse. He was guilty before there was even a trial right and isn't it so weird and funny that every time the left brands you a certain way or the left chooses your fate ahead of time they're always wrong and when they're wrong surprise surprise they're wrong because of racism racism right they have a they have the ultimate cop out that's bulletproof and can never be questioned right because of morality everything's racist everything's racist it's tiring i don't I know there is a percent, but I can't, I can't, uh, no, no, no. I'm not even saying, yes, I know there's a percentage of racism. I, I, we've, we've said this before, even if we built this utopia and racism was ended, there would still be someone, there would still be the class clown that chooses to be racist just because no one else is being racist. There's always going to be the one idiot troll, right? Yeah. But I know there's a percentage out there that believes that racism fueled this. I just I can't imagine the percentage of people out there are still buying the racist song and dance from the media and from the left. I mean, I think it's shrinking. Yeah, it's it's still there. If this country was so racist and our judicial and our uh, yeah, the judicial system, the what's what's the court system yeah the the judicial system system, right sure if it is so embedded with racism why why are you know tom mcdonald why are we why are we telling immigrants to come here if this is the most racist country in the world why are we trying to get more immigrants here are we so so okay the left's the problem right the left wants immigrants to to flood the, the nation so what we can be racist towards them so you can continue saying we're being racist yeah look let's talk about the court system here right i'm hoping that this is a red pill for conservatives and to show them including you right that the court system is broken and it is fucked up and it has been for a very long time you know that meme i think it's the interstellar meme where he's like you know i thought this was you could use it for here right it's like man it's like the court system's fucked up and then it's the guy behind him in space with the gun it's like always was 
It always was. Yeah. It's always been in favor of the state and whatever the state's agenda has been. Criminal prosecution is a disgusting, dirty fucking business where they're not interested in finding the truth and you know getting the correct outcome. They're interested in wins only. And the government will use that to their fucking advantage to spin their agenda. They know uh, prosecutors are out there just to get wins because they want to bolster their, mm-hmm. um, you know, like their, their profile, their, their, their brand. If you're a criminal prosecutor, you want to be the best. You want to have the most victories on yep. your thing. And it's, it's based on wins and losses, not the truth, right? And it has affected poor people, black people forever, right? Poor white people, everybody, right? So it's shocking to me fucking shocking for me to see someone like ayanna presley who is a social justice warrior congresswoman say oh well you know if he was a black person or if he had you know uh covered if he was a black person he would be um you know basically convicted and whatnot so we need to convict him so you're so the people arguing for criminal justice reform for court reform are arguing in favor of biased outcomes of court proceedings Right. Off of imaginary scenarios that didn't yep. happen. She I, I think I re- replied to this. She literally said if it was a black person, he would be found guilty or he would maybe been shot or something like that. Let's see. Maybe. Maybe. Right. I don't know. That's not what actually happened. Yeah, that's not the that's real scenario. Speak. That's an imagined in your head scenario. So you as the social justice warrior on the left, Congresswoman, are advocating for the courts to do the wrong thing. No, I'm advocating, and so are you, I know you are, for the courts to do the right thing, regardless of what the case is, what the situation was. If this was some leftist who was attacked by three KKK members uh, and the guy defended himself, I would have been on his fucking side because you know what? The aggressors never have the right to aggress. You always have this, regardless of whatever you are, you look like, what your political leanings are or whatever, the truth is the truth, and what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. But these people don't believe Remember, in any truth. No, they're just fucking statists that are only interested in power, and they're willing to use the court system to get that power. That's all this was, was a way to set a precedent so that people can't defend themselves and the state could continue to grow and have no pushback. Good. I know you're trying to bit. If you really look at what happened, Kyle Rittenhouse was put on trial because of a law the media made up. Yes. Yes. Everything he did was within the law. Even... Even the uh, the the him they were saying uh, he had a gun charge and it was dismissed because he had a legal right to carry a rifle yeah. at 17 in Wisconsin. Why did they even bring that fucking charge upon him? Because it, it does, does, does do this. Does the law not know the law? Like, you know not, what I mean? That's the fucking system is corrupt. It's broken. How yeah. many dude? How many like people? It's not just Kyle. It's not just this one trial. How many times has this happened? How many innocent young black kids? are in are in jail because of fucking drug possession for marijuana and shit like that. And the prosecutor's like, fuck, this is a great way for me to score a lot of easy victories and put a lot of people away for a long period of time over yeah. something that's meaningless, absolutely meaningless. Yep. So, yes, that shit does happen. It does disproportionately affect poor people and black people. That's the whole fucking purpose of this trial is, no, you have to stand for the fucking truth, not you know, some fake shit. It's funny, too, because, man, the American sheep are just some of the stupidest creatures out there, because when uh, Derek uh, Chauvin, the, the cop in George Floyd, yeah, yeah. Derek Chauvin, right? Chauvin, yeah. When he was found guilty, 
Oh boy, the justice system worked that day, and and I agreed. Oh, nobody, yeah, and I think I we both too. agreed. I, I yeah, agreed. Too. You know what? I felt like the fucking yeah. the, the punishment fit the crime. Yeah, but yeah. boy, I, nobody had a problem that day with the justice system. That ju- isn't it funny that just when and, when and they the were left- and, and dude, I'm I'm sorry to cut you off, but go back to that case when that case was going on. They were doing the same shit. They were trying to influence the case, the media, yep. the threats of violence, intimidating the jury, et cetera, whatnot. But even then, I felt like it still came out to the correct, yeah. you know, whatever. Just just because another point I wanted to make coming into this is just because, like, the court system, the criminal justice system is broken doesn't mean sometimes it can't get things right. It can, yeah. right? Because ultimately, things come down to human beings, the jury, and they could look above the noise and, and you know, really make the right decision. So that happened here. I felt like that happened with Chauvin, regardless of all the external forces yeah. trying to influence the outcome. Well, it just the the real external force here, which is the core problem of all of this, is the woke mob. The woke mob is what is influencing. It's influenced by the media, but it's influencing this new form of justice where, mm-hmm. you know, if there's a hundred trials and the, the woke mob screen, you know, you really believe that like you're ju- people are just going to be found guilty because you want them to be guilty. Yes. That's it's, what they believe. Yes. It's never worked like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the woke mob is this problem. And I was thinking of this before we, we got on here, like that joke, uh, what's the difference? What's, you know, you know how like a relationship is good or not. Like it's like a relationship. Sorry. Relationships are like farts. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. <laughs> we're, we're in this cultural war because the woke mob and the progressives and parts of the left, the government believe what happened? The government. Yeah. Believe that this is the correct culture for America. If it was the correct culture for America, it would have been accepted, smooth as can be, open arms, no resistance. But now we have been fighting this cultural shift for years now. It isn't not that what I want is the correct form of culture and not what conservatism wants is the correct form of culture. But this woke bullshit, it's been met with enough resistance this is not the right form of culture for this country. We both know that. We understand that. But like if, like I said, if it was the right thing, if it was the right move, it wouldn't be this difficult. And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, everyone? It's the Two Doom Men, and we're here to tell you about a partner of ours, the Patriot Cigar Company. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with the idea of incorporating the love of cigars with the love for freedom and America. There is no better way to celebrate our love for our country and freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium cigar. After months of trying out different blends and working with master blenders, they created the Hellfire, TNT, Sidewinder, Moab, and Mark 48, which we have right here. Each cigar is made with premium tobacco, aged a minimum of three years in Nicaragua. You know, this is a true story. I had really fallen off smoking cigars for a while, and I just couldn't find anything that I enjoyed or wanted to sit through until I was introduced to the Patriot Cigar Company, and these are honestly some of the best cigars I've smoked in a long time. And the best part about it is you could go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use our promo code DOOMED to get 15% off your order. 
So if you're ready to enjoy a nice cigar, head on over to their website by using the link in our episode description below. Yeah, so I agree. You know, obviously the woke shit is not good. It's fucking hateful. It's disgusting. It is antithetical to like human beings getting along and loving extremism. Right. They're the extremists. But but I but I'm going to push back on what you said. Uh, the the right the right culture will never just be accepted because it's the right no. culture. You have to win hearts and minds. You have to, like, make an effort and try and talk. Right. To people. It's not right. You have to win. Even if it, even if you have the perfect ideology, which I feel like libertarian or libertarianism is pretty much the perfect ideology. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not. But it ain't widely accepted across the country for the most part. It's it's, it's making strides. It's doing well, but it ain't widely accepted because even if you do have the perfect ideology, it's it's not magic. You have right. to like talk to people and sell them. You know how you're not going to win any win over any people, however, with violence. Yeah, you're not going to win anybody you, over by burning down their stores and calling them racist and yeah. whatever. Everything the left does is antithetical to winning people over. It's just everything I'm the left right, does you're wrong. You'll die. Yeah, everything the left wants out of people is to lay down and die. You said it. They you have to win hearts and minds over. The woke mob isn't winning any new hearts and minds over. It's not the right course of action. Right. It's not. Right. It's not. I don't know what is. I don't have a solution here. Trust like I I say if I had the solution, I'd be running for office, you know. Just but this to do so, but but yeah, this this isn't the right way, and it, it's just ludicrous. I feel like also we're going to talk about who's who's guilty here. It's it's the media, it's the government, and they're fascists. They're they're and big tech. working, and yeah, they're part of it. They're they're working in tandem, as I've said. The president is a fascist. The entire fucking federal government is the government in general is to some degree or another fascist. State governments are better. Federal governments the absolute worst. And the fact that. You have, which we were sent before in a text with a buddy of mm-hmm. ours who's a police officer. We were sent uh, today a protest, 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 gather at 7 p.m. in Washington Square Park in New York City. Not guilty equals a further green light for white supremacist terror and the fascist mob rule. We can't let these fascists have the future. Get organized now for revolution. Nothing less. At the Revcoms. I don't know what the Revcoms is. It sounds like some sort of Antifa-like group because they're talking about fascism. The funniest things about groups like this, they're fascist. Actions are in direct support of government intervention, government decree, government involvement, government prosecution of innocent people. That is fascism. I don't know if these groups, it can't, it can't be every single person in the group is in on the big conspiracy of it being because it, it definitely has something to do with the government, right? Like, I, I feel like the government definitely benefits from these groups like Antifa and whatever that are out or, there. Or, you know, maybe probably just funds them somehow. Right. Or funds them. Or, you know, yes, you're right. Like maybe funds them, maybe supports them in some way, because these groups are basically going out there and carrying out the government's will while at the same time saying they oppose fascism. So I don't think every single person in these groups n- knows that. Right. Because it's just too many people. No. Well, because then it's a cult, you know, just who's right. drinking the well, Kool-Aid. Well, that's the problem. That's the problem. It is a cult. And you have like your leadership who knows the truth and is obviously in bed with the government. But you have just the, the soldiers who are cult members and they just blind, blindly follow. But that's fucking hysterical. Again, that a group is saying we have to oppose uh, fascist white nationalist fascism. This was a trial that exonerated an innocent yeah. person 
that the government was persecuting. That if, is fascism. Yeah. They're they they are carrying out fascism in the name of anti-fascism. If we said a fucking million times, Antifa and these groups are the brown shirts from Nazi Germany. The brown shirts were Hitler's fucking group of people that walk around and beat the fuck out of people who disagreed before he like really came out to power, came up yeah. to power. And, uh, you know, violent, I get my way through violence. That's what these people are. They've just branded it with great marketing now by calling themselves anti-fascists. That's how simple minded the sheep are that. Uh, no, the name says anti-fascism. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You know, if. OK, so. What was the green light for white supremacy, fascists or whatever? He's it says a not guilty verdict is a further green light for white supremacist terror and fascist mob rule. OK, There's, so we need yeah. to we need to put together this group to form to start a revolution against the white nationalist terror organization. OK, so let's let's play with them. Let's play with what they want. I'm going to give them what they want. OK, so Kyle Rittenhouse is part of a white nationalist uh, terrorist organization. What is this white terrorist organization? What is its goal? What I haven't. I, so we're, we're heavily involved in politics and the media. I haven't heard any demands from this white nationalist terror organization. I haven't seen any actions. I guess Kyle Rittenhouse shooting these black people who were white people is this, you know, action for white nationalism. What are the what's this mob trying to impose on our society that is turning it fascist and we need to revolutionize? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get like, what you're saying. Let's play into what they're saying. Like, okay, you want to form a mob so we can start a revolution. What are we what are we fighting against? Where's yeah, where's the white nationalist demand? Thank there, you. There, this this one thing that we're talking about, a further green light for white supremacist terror and fascist mob rule. We need to put together a fascist mob in order to make sure that the imaginary fascist mob that doesn't exist does not gain no. power that's and what they're it, saying here and isn't it funny that this mob that they're putting together to fight fascism and and you know white nationalists is going to be the same mob that burns down your bodega it's going to be the same mob that smashes the windows in your truck it's going to be the same mob that loots the target yeah i mean is that going to happen in new york city i don't know we'll, we'll keep an eye on it tonight. yeah but you know, in New York City, you're fucked. Why? Because Democrats took away all your rights to defend yourself. You can't own guns. If mm -hmm. you're a business owner, I think you can own a gun. But then again, you're just one guy in a business. I mean, maybe you could put up a fight. But if a fucking angry mob of a million people come by, you're kind of fucked. If you yeah. have a bunch of people like they were doing in Kenosha working together to, you know, to defend themselves, you have a better chance against an angry mob. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go, go ahead. Uh, it's, it's funny that the this trial was about how the riots that summer got so bad that business owners felt the need to hire armed security now armed security isn't anything strange the white house has armed security every single one of these politicians have armed security you go to a bank you go to a big building there is security <laughs> so a trial was just one 
because a man, a, a person defended themselves with a rifle during a riot and now they want a riot and it's just been proven quote unquote if you believe the media for people to shoot rioters you'll get off scot-free that's what the media want that's what the fear the media injects into everybody that now if you're at a protest and people shoot you they're going to be innocent they're not going to be held accountable which i can promise you is the exact opposite have we not learned anything then why would you go back out to riot if you're now allowed to be shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how simple minded these sheep are and they're controlled by the state. Cause now basically the state just gave itself a second chance. Yes. Joe Biden said, go out there and peacefully protest. It ain't going to be that peaceful. Nod, nod, wink, wink. Yeah. And the same thing that Trump of doing that's a dog whistle. Yeah. Now, now what happens when somebody gets shot tonight? And in another year, we have another trial. So when that person's found guilty because six people were stomping his head and stabbing him and he finally got his pistol out and he shot and killed three people. So now we got to go through another murder. And this guy's blind in one eye and has four stab wounds in him stuff. Oh, and he's he's innocent. We got we got a riot and do it all over again. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just the state is leading its sheep to to slaughter. It's in. We're the real people that are woke. All the woke people are asleep because if you have right, I hate the term. Everything, every term is distorted, perverted. If if you really wake up and have a fucking brain in your head and you really believe that, like, it's okay for white supremacists to shoot protesters, why would you go out and protest? Right. It's not (laughs) no logical thinking person would think so. Dude, I said at the beginning of this, this is state sanctioned violence yeah. you know our buddy who was a cop and the nypd said he's been held back because of you know possible riots and protests and whatnot and i was like well don't worry because you know the worst fucking mayor in the history of the world is probably going to tell everybody to stand down and you know let them burn out as i believe you said last time and yeah. uh let's get on mr mr fucking uh, mayor yeah. here because, this boy, this took some i know i'd I I like got- to see his balls because they must be big and shiny man Let's see if I uh, I saved it. And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, Doom Nation? It is Skaggs here, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Two Doom Men podcast. If you like political discussion, guns, beer, movie and TV reviews, smash that like button, subscribe to our channel, and share the show with your friends. That's the best way we can get around Big Tech's algorithm. You can also just go to linktree.com slash Men to find everywhere the show has a presence. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Skaggs89. Thank you, everyone, and let's get back to the show. I did uh, send it to you guys. It's in the... If you can't yeah, find so, it there, I got... So, Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York City said, Anthony Huber and Joseph Rosenbaum are victims. They should be alive today. The only reason they're not is because a violent, dangerous man chose to take a gun across state lines and start shooting people. To call this a miscarriage of justice is an understatement. Everything. Remember, remember in fucking uh, what was that movie with Joe Pesci, my cousin Vinny? Everything yeah. that guy just said is bullshit. <laughs> Everything Mayor that de Blasio guy. tweeted today after the verdict was read for Kyle Rittenhouse was a completely fabricated lie that was proven to be a lie 
by the case itself. But the mayor of New York City is repeating the lies. And don't you have another New York uh, former politician who also tweets some lies? We want to read that one, too, if you have. Yeah, this one, de Blasio stage here, de, de Blasio. I expect it from him. He's a piece of shit, but he's still the mayor. So the mayor is going to say something. And, you know, he's a corrupt individual. So we know where, you know, we you kind of we could have almost wrote that, you know, wrote it in that. Yeah. What he was going to say. But Andrew Cuomo, who who is his own ex-mayor, ex-governor, Andrew Cuomo, whose case has been getting worse and worse for him by the day. Okay. Even like left wing media outlets are starting to be like, he's a serial uh, sexual harasser. He's a sexual predator. Things are not looking good for this sexual assault case for Andrew Cuomo. And he had the balls today to say today's verdict is a stain on the soul of America and sends a dangerous message about who and what values our justice system was designed Uh, was designated to protect. We must stand unified in rejecting supremacist vigilantism and with one voice say, this is not who we are. You know what's a a rapist? You're the stain on this country. I took the words right out of my mouth. You murdered 13,000 senior citizens, raped dozens of women, and, and you got a problem with vigilantism? Yeah. You shouldn't be opening your mouth at all. Well, you know why he's opening his mouth is because, yeah, he's in a very bad position right yeah. now and he's falling out of favor. So, you know, I take a shot in the dark. I can win some favor back if I get the violent mob on my side, uh, you know, by su- throwing them some support. These two guys are the worst motherfucking politicians that well, have probably ever existed. And yeah. it just so happens they're from our fucking home state. Well, no, you got to you have to understand some states are bigger and more important than others. Right. Flat out. And a state like New York and a state like California, you I'll say it every episode. You don't get to run the state of New York without having blood on your hands. Yeah. You don't get any big time position of power in Skeletons a state in like a closet. Yeah. Unless I mean, closet closets, plural, bro. You have so many skeletons. You need a house full of closets, you know, and it's the only way it politics are dirty. It's always been dirty, even. Even if you look at like, you know, comic books and cartoons and the heroes like Jim Gordon from Batman or something, even they have to be dirty and get blood on their hands to get, you know, the justice that they need. Sometimes that that's the role of Batman to shed the blood to get the justice. So somebody like Commissioner Gordon doesn't have to. You don't be you don't get to run New York without, you know, fucking shit up beforehand. You know, you, you, the best lieutenants, the best soldiers are only going to get those positions. You know, it's funny you mentioned Batman and people always will be like, you know, well, where is our billionaire vigilante that's out there trying to fight the good fight? They'd hate him. They would fucking hate him. Right. He'd be he'd be eviscerated by the public. Um, I, 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 I it's not realistic. That's why it's a it's yeah. a, a comic book. You know, if Batman was real and he went out there and tried to do the right thing and stop one person against another person, he'd be yep. eviscerated by whatever agenda the government and yep. the fucking media had at the time. He'd be painted as a racist, as a this, as a that, whatever, whatever way the wind was blowing, Batman yep. would take the fall. As dumb as that might fucking sound. That's why there are it's no true. vigilantes. Yep. No one's going to take the chance, you know? 
Um, it's I, I, but I've been only- saying for a while though, like things keep going the way they're going where the way the, you know, when the riots were going on, it was only a matter. You can only burn down a city for so long until someone resists you. Right. What, well, <laughs> here's the difference, right? Yeah. Like you're saying when someone resists you, but what, Kyle did was not vigilantism. It was no. self-defense. It was trying to help people. Batman goes out hunting for criminals. Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse yeah. didn't go out hunting for criminals. He went there to go put out fire and defend businesses from being burnt down. It's been fucking proven by the trial. I'm not going to rehash every detail of the trial. If you didn't fucking read it, if you didn't watch it by now, you ain't listening to the show. So, you ain't going to watch it now anyway. Yeah. So so let's talk a little bit about the trial because yeah, this is have, about Rittenhouse. Yeah. I have a so, couple of, of things that are really interesting, definitely, that I want. Yeah. To so let's talk about the aggressors, the yeah. prosecutor, all all the nonsense that this prosecutor pulled. Go go wild. Yeah. I mean, most of the episodes so far has been me just angrily screaming. This has been this hasn't been an episode. It's been a therapy session. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because I'm yelling, I'm, I'm one of the most peaceful people you ever find just because uh, she gets me mad. You know, doesn't mean I'm, I'm an aggressor like uh, Gage Grosskreutz, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck his name was. But. One part of the trial, which was towards the end here, which I thought was fucking fascinating, this trial should have just been dismissed because of some of these things, right? But the five, six different times, the prosecutor was so egregiously biased and trying to basically fuck the whole trial. Like he was trying to admit false evidence, messing with the documents. He was he was going above. You're just supposed to, if you think the guy is guilty, you're supposed to like. Here's the evidence. Here's my case. And this is why I think he's guilty. You don't like fabricate evidence. You don't go above tampering evidence. You right. You know, what I mean, like that's not part of your fucking job, but that's what the court system has been doing. And now I hope again that conservatives wake up to this is the reality of the courtroom. So there was a video towards the end here, and it was of drone footage of uh, Kyle Rittenhouse and the prosecution said it was the drone footages of him pointing we- a weapon at people, right? And they're saying, look, this proves that Kyle was an aggressor. He was pointing his gun at people, you know, unprovoked, uh, you know, throughout the night. You go and look at the video in the court, and it's a fucking grainy video from a drone. You can't see anything at all. And the defense's argument is we can't see anything in this video. Uh, there's nothing. You know, they, hadn't, they had no argument. They had no counter argument. Because their counter argument was we can't see anything. We can't even counter argument, counter argue this because there's nothing visible in this film. But the prosecution is telling the jury this video shows that he was pointing his gun at people. And that's what we're putting on the record. Right. That that the case ends, both sides make their closing arguments and the jury goes into deliberation at the uh, last weekend. I think it was Friday was when closing arguments happened. On, I believe it was Saturday, um, they, the prosecution admitted that they had a better quality video of the same exact video. Um, and sorry here, right? So, so right, long oh, story short, the prosecution had one video doctored up. Well, well, I won't well say, hey, let me get into it. Let me get yeah. into it. Me, I, have, I have the details. So sorry. Over the weekend, we learned that there was an HD version of the footage that was not given or disclosed to the defense. The prosecution there, it's funny because their original excuse was, well, we sent it to you via text and it got compressed because you guys have uh, an Android and we have an iPhone and the videos get gets compressed or whatever. Um, so 
which is just ridiculous. Later yeah. on, they admitted that they just had a better uh, version. So later on, like later on in the week, this is the video I sent you, Cap. Um, the prosecutor plugs his, his uh, laptop into the TV monitor in the courtroom. And he's, I forget what he's showing. He's trying to show something to, to everybody. He's going through the files and you see in the files where he keeps the videos and the documents is a video editing software called Handbrake. And a lot of people are familiar with Handbrake. Handbrake is used to compress videos to different compression rates. You compress a video, it gets smaller, it gets grainier, and it makes the file size less so that you could send it, transfer it to somebody. Uh, it affects the quality of the video, but you're actually able to maybe make like a 30 gig video into a 15 gig video and you could actually send some something to somebody that program is in the file in the in the same like area in this guy's computer as the videos of uh of the drone footage and you also see that the drone footage is there's two copies there's the hd copy and then there's the compressed there's the lower quality copy and the file names are different on both of them which leads you to believe that a different file was created, hence a different file name. It's not like one file was just straight copied. It's an exact copy of the other. It's a new file was created. And this was just on the guy's fucking laptop that he plugged into the courtroom television. I don't know why the, the court should. Everything should have been thrown out right there. It's obvious. Things should have been thrown out before that. You should have been thrown out before that. But right there and then they were tampering with evidence. They were giving the defense and presenting in court lower quality video that they obviously uh, manipulated so that they could make the argument, look, he's pointing a gun at people and the defense can make the argument. We can't see anything. So we don't really have an argument. I mean, at this point, for you to do that as a prosecutor, you should be disbarred and, and tried. Right. You should now be tried, uh, you know, for for. For, for false fucking prosecution. I don't know. I'm not a legal expert. I don't know what it's called. But tampering for, evidence tampering, and withholding. Uh, I don't know. I don't even evidence. know, you know yeah. what, what the, the statutes or whatever, you know, like the legal jargon would be for charging somebody like that. But it can't be right. You can't just make shit up and edit stuff, you know, and then present it as if that's the true verified copy. You can't just do that. No, you as as the process, if. So in a court of law, the little bit that I know, if you, uh, the prosecution, have evidence against your the person you're defending, so you have three files, file A, B, and C, the prosecution has to, you know, Cousin Vinny, there you go. Right. Excuse yeah, me. That's, has that's to, the extent of our, our uh, law knowledge. Well, I mean, I, I, I have at a least friend mine who, for the most who is, she's a partner at a law firm, so she she's pretty intelligent, All right. I'd say. I really but do. um. You know, and I go to her about a lot of law stuff. But, um, you know, if you you the prosecutor, you have files A, B and C of evidence. The, de the, the defense has to get A, B and C. You can't withhold C. And if you wanted to add if you wanted to add file D. OK, we have to put the court in recess. You have to give the, the defense file D. They have to, you know, look into what file D is and see it. And you, you can't just spring this on them. It's that's how the court the court system might be broken, but that system is not. That's how it goes. This is how that, it goes. That makes sense. Right? Yes. Yeah. This is how it goes for every trial. You could be black, white, Asian, blue, green, straight, gay, man, woman, alien. 
this is how the court like, says this like is the, the honor how amongst, it's gonna go the honor amongst like lawyers honor, you just froze what's up doom nation this is your captain speaking and you are listening to the to do men podcast make sure you always like share and subscribe you can listen to us where all major podcasts are heard and for our social media where we continue the conversation and share hilarious political memes you can find us on our facebook page at to do men our Instagram account and our TikTok page at to do men underscore podcast and our Twitter account at men doom. And of course you could always find us and watch us on YouTube. Thanks doom nation. So the, what's the honor like amongst lawyers is like a good thing, you know, like, yeah, yeah I'm trying to uh, prosecute your client. I'm trying to defend your client and everything's out in the open for the most part. And uh, you know, may the best man win, I guess. you could. And that's, and that's how, Listen, mob trials have been thrown off and convicted murderous mob mem- uh, members of the mob have gotten out scot-free because somebody tampered with the evidence, because somebody withheld evidence. It, it, it's all it takes to put a murderer or a rapist back on the street. It's such a razor thin margin of error that could get the whole case thrown away. Let's not forget at the beginning of the case, the prosecutor tried to convince the jury that Kyle Rin's house, you have the right to remain silent. When you get arrested, the first thing they say is you have the right to remain silent. You can choose to remain silent. Therefore, you cannot incriminate yourself. That's why when you get arrested and you get interrogated before you say anything, you get a lawyer. Right. You know, might, and, right. Because on top of that, it might not be that you're even incriminating yourself. You don't know what you're like. You're in a, in a physically you're in an emotionally right. distressed right. time. You're not a law professor and the police will use every little tiny thing you say, whether you you meant it or not or whatever right. you said against because you. because like you said earlier, it's only about the W's. There's no justice. So if 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 you're shocked and you're crying and you're covered in blood and you're distraught and the cops could get you to say something that will right. fuck you, they will. Uh, we got the W, pal. Right. See you later. So Kyle, for whatever reason, as a 17 year old boy was smart enough to, you know, you have the right to remain silent. He was silent. And the prosecutor tried to convince the jury that by being silent, you are admitting to right. your guilt. And the, the judge blew. This is when the judge became a hero. But also this judge he wasn't is a hero. In, he, this is the, yeah. the, he did what's right. Yeah. But, you know, honestly, to be honest with you, this judge should have thrown the case out several yeah, times. I agree. So and but I'm also glad he didn't, because if he did throw the case out, oh, the judge is racist. Oh, the judge of white supremacist. Oh, the judge is biased. So this whole argument that the judge is biased, we are debunking that right now because he, he could have thrown right, this case right. out. He, he he allowed this prosecution a lot more. Like he allowed the process yeah. should have been allowed. He was playing probably 4D chess, though, and he knew if he did yeah. throw the case right off the bat, that would be the narrative. Yeah. Uh, so he wanted it to go to the jury thing. But so, yeah, for the left who's saying, you know, the whole case was rigged against uh, the prosecution, you know, because the left is arguing in favor of state prosecution mm-hmm. of people. Uh, no, actually, the 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 uh, judge, he gave a lot of wee- leeway to yeah. a lot of fucking funny business coming from yeah. the prosecution murderers have gotten off because of smaller infractions in the courts. And so the judge said, this is, this is a constitutional infringement. He has the right to remain silent. And if you are going to try and convince the jury that by being, by using his constitutional rights 
you know, to protect himself makes him guilty, then this is now becomes a constitutional issue. Should have been thrown out there. The the tampering. Uh, what what else did this guy do that? Uh, I mean, he pointed uh, the, a fucking he pointed oh, well, yeah, a rifle yeah. at the jury with yeah. his finger on the trigger. Gun fucking uh, etiquette, safety etiquette in one on one. Never put your finger on the trigger yeah. unless you're ready to fire or kill something. Yep. And this dumb fuck binger or whatever the fuck his name is, dinger, binger, um, literally, literally pointed the gun at the jury. I mean, dude, obviously he's trying to, like, use that as an intimate. And I don't think he he, he didn't mean to obviously, like, shoot the jury or anything yeah. like that. But it's like a visceral thing to yeah. have a gun pointed at you. So he's. Pointing that gun at the jury to try and like reenact and, Kyle Rit, you know, imaginarily reenact Kyle Rittenhouse yeah. pointing the gun at people to scare the jury. This might me. Oh my God, what a ter- terrible day. And 50. Oh my God, I better, I better convince this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm dead serious. That's, yeah. This is the guy's fucking and, motive. And on yeah. top of it, though, we now have a prosecutor who doesn't understand gun etiquette, doesn't understand how to handle a gun. But he wants to put an 18 year old man away for using a gun. That's, you know, that's the amazing. He was so now he's 18, but whatever. Uh, That's the amazing thing about the left and the attack on the Second Amendment and guns. I, I correlate the gun community with the LGBT community. Okay, You hate something that you don't understand. Master Yoda. Hate leads to anger. No, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Everybody on the left just is suffering now because you you hated, you feared something, so you got angry at it. And when you were angry and it didn't change, you hated it. And now he's innocent and you're suffering. You know, because human nature, when you see something you don't understand, there's two paths. You could be open-minded and you could learn about it. Or you could be closed minded and it'll scare you yeah, and you'll hate right. it. Right. So the left isn't big on guns. They don't understand the gun community. Everybody who wants to lay down and die and not defend themselves doesn't understand the gun community. They're afraid of it. So they hate it and they want to get rid of it. Take homophobic people. They don't understand the LGBT community. They are afraid of it. So therefore, they hate it. The gun community and the gay community have way more in common than you fucking think. And it's and it's an irrational, non-existing fear because there's dozens of states that have constitutional carry. There's dozens of states that issue carry permits. You've probably as somebody who's so scared and anti-gun, you've probably been in a bank or a restaurant or a mall and walked past somebody who, whether they're legally or illegally carrying a gun, but you weren't scared. And the same goes for all the homophobes. You were probably in a bar or a restaurant or a mall, and you were you were at Foot Locker sitting down trying on sneakers next to a gay woman or a gay man. And you didn't know because they weren't running around in a, a rainbow leotard or whatever. They were just dressed like a normal human being, and they just have a different sexual preference than you. It's not a real fear. But here we are, somebody who doesn't understand how to operate guns, who isn't part of the gun community, trying to convince and scare people who are not part of the gun community on that this was a bad action. You're unqualified to actually, if you think about it, this this was a shooting. You're unqualified to to prosecute this this person. person. You as a person are unqualified to. uh, Yeah, you're unqualified. I couldn't. 
you know, I what's something I'm not interested in or that I, I don't follow soccer. I can't teach. I, I played soccer, but I can't I can't teach you this, this, the stats and how FIFA and the organization works. I'm unqualified to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a physicist. I'm unqualified to go into a university and teach a physics class. You are unqualified to prosecute this person for shooting someone. Yeah, Binger, right? And every other, yeah. you know, left wing, you know, gun grabber prosecutor on the internet. Yeah. That was I have to hand to you, that was pretty fucking deep and, and wise your your comparison there. <laughs> uh, I, I give you credit. The two communities have yeah. a lot more in common, man. Yeah, man. And uh I'm gonna make my 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 regular point here. You know what the common denominator of all that fear on both sides is? The state. The state. It's the state that's always driving the wedge between people, right? Like you said, if you're in a fucking store or a bank, right, and someone's concealed carrying and you were standing next to them and you're getting your deposit or whatever and you walk on, you had no idea. You had no, you know, no no big deal. Or if you were gay and you were hanging out with with, with someone or walking by someone and that person's in the same store as you, no problem. You're all just living along peacefully, no problem, et cetera. When does shit pop off when politics gets involved, when the state gets involved, when when the state, you know, allows political activist groups to perpetrate violence on people, then then, you know what I mean? Then you're scared of guns and of gay people and whatnot. Like back in the day, man, the Republicans were to feel fear mongers over gay people. You know, what I mean, did you really? Yes, maybe. Yes, of course. Like right there was like, let's say down south Bubba's. They were, you know, they were probably, pre- you know, I'm sorry to just generalize anybody, <laughs> but down south bubbles were probably fucking prejudiced against gay people. But when you walked into a random store, most of the time you had no idea. It was only when you saw like your congressman or whatever say something about it that you're like, yeah, fuck these fags. You know what I mean? Something oh, like, I'm serious. <laughs> That's probably yeah. what they said. It was because yeah. the government got involved in your fucking personal life and your personal discourse. The government is the root of every fucking yeah. problem that we have in society and, and they're always trying to divide people and the fact that huh? the left who are supposed to be the compassionate ones the ones that are all for peace and love man um where are those people now like where are the hippies yeah. weird as it fucking yeah. sounds the the left is not the left anymore they're the dictators the authoritarians yeah. the status they want to rule by power and gunpoint the people who are terrified of guns they yeah. want you fucking ruled by gunpoint how yeah. how illogical is that for like, think of it this way for everyone who supports, let's say, mandate of vaccination of everybody by state decree. Forget about your job. Forget about whatever. Right. There are people on the left who support state decree of everyone being vaccinated by law, and they would support you being forced to be vaccinated at gunpoint. It ain't them who's going to do the fucking forcing of vaccination. They need a goon with a gun to do it. And that goon will be a random rioter on the street, the police, anybody, anybody who will support. Whoever wants to be a stormtrooper. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Yes. I mean, you think think of it. It's Star Wars reference. Once the Empire took over and Darth Vader came into power they got rid of the clones because they the clones um i forget the name of the planet and the species that were creating the clones but now they took everyone from the galaxy you want to be a stormtrooper we take one we take all and now you have everyone from different galaxies willing to be stormtroopers to enforce 
what the empire wants. You have some skin yeah. in the game, right? Some yeah. ideology yeah, just, in the game. It's funny because I was thinking just, about it's funny you bring up stormtroopers because I was thinking about stormtroopers today because I was thinking about just in general, like the way the police are used as like the enforcement. They're stormtroopers. They're stormtroopers in the enforcement arm of the state. And and somebody who I follow, like Michael Malice, you know, will say all the time, like there's no there's no like law the police won't enforce, you know, yeah. down to like the most terrible thing ever. And like, I kind of agree. I agree. Right. Like, you know, most the police are going to eventually enforce the law. Um, but I don't agree with like all cops are bastards. No, because I, and I thought and um, let me finish my point. here. Yeah. I was thinking of the, the opening scene, as stupid as this fucking sounds. I was thinking of the opening scene of The Force Awakens when uh, Kylo Ren and everybody land and the stormtroopers come out and they round up all those people and the stormtroopers are given the order to massacre everybody. It's Finn who just lays down his like plasma rifle or whatever and walks away. And that's yeah. because, no, all cops are not bastards. All stormtroopers are not bastards. Yes, police will enforce any law they're told to enforce, but the individual always has the can always make the decision yeah. to lay down his arm and walk away. So ACAB is bullshit, but the police will enforce any yeah. law they are decreed. To I, do. I've gotten to I think I've gotten to the bottom of it. Um, not to bad mouth the NYPD. I and the way things are going with the mandates and the way the states want to run things. I will support the blue until they're on the other side of that door with a with a, you know, a vaccine telling me it's either or, you know, what I mean, that's that's where the blue line doesn't matter to me anymore. The reason why I think it's so easy for police in general to fold and become stormtroopers because they are the only other asset of society that holds power. It's a pecking order. Yeah regular people no matter whether you're a millionaire billionaire dead broke living in the gutter you're at the bottom of the pyramid then there's the police then there's local government state blah 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 to, to the very tippy top of the of the establishment police might conform and they'll enforce any law no matter how crazy it is because at the end of the day power corrupts and they are the last line of power to have over the common folk. And some of them just aren't going to give it up. Oh, I got to get vaccinated so I could still run around swinging my dick and, you know, enforcing what I need to and getting away with like, but it's not all cops. It's not. And there's a lot of cops who have walked off the force or retired or refusing to get the vaccine. And they're the fins of the group. But a lot of them will fold and become stormtroopers because they have that they have the power over the last bottom section of the pyramid. Yep. You're starting to sound like an anarchist, brother. <laughs> right. No one has power over you besides you yourself. Yeah. Be it the police, the government, your neighbor, no one. Anarchism is about you as an individual are free from rule of everybody, free from oppression from everyone and our entire system is built upon oppression in one way or another. We just don't think of it that way. Yeah. Well, oppress I, I saw something. Oppressors only have oppressors powers are as limited to what the oppressors will allow or something like that. You know what I mean? Like the oppressed, the oppressed. Yeah. The oppressed will allow. allow. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Right. Like I've said, with all these fucking mandates and restrictions and the COVID regime, that shit ends when everyone decides it ends. 
because it's yeah. never going to fucking end. No. Uh, you know, if you just, okay, government, well, you know, is it okay? Can we end now? No. I mean, you know, not to really go into COVID tangent, but man, can you tell me the plan? When have they said, you know, this is what we have to do in order for the pandemic? Even, even no, there is they, no plan. There's even nothing. if they told you the plan, something else would happen to change the plan and move right. the goalpost. Right. They, they Doesn't would. matter. You know, we'll, we'll get into this in future episodes, but, the, you know, keep an eye out for the smallpox. Bill yeah, Gates said smallpox right. and then smallpox was found in a lab in Philadelphia. And boy, boy, you know uh, what? Right, they just spent a few billion dollars on uh, small smallpox uh, medication or something like that. Yeah. So, boy, what's was. coming down the pipeline next when we stop listening to all the COVID mandates? How do we get people even more scared? Right. It's always but, it's, uh, and it's always been that way. It's always been uh, that way. There's always been the fear. It was 9-11. It was Muslim terrorists. It was the communists, the Soviet Union, the, the you know, yeah. and some are more justifiable than others. Right. Obviously, Hitler was a bigger threat. Uh, you know, like a bigger actual threat than, uh, you know, coronavirus, let's let's say, yeah. you know, what I mean, but there's always a fear. You're you're always in a perpetual state of the fear. boogeyman. And that's how the government keeps you under their thumb by a perpetual state of fear. Doesn't mean you can't make common cause sometimes with the government no. against a worse fear. That's what we are trying to do here sometimes. Right. Like we've said, you know, sometimes you got to vote for the lesser of two evils just because that's all you got in the, yeah. in the chance. Right. It's going to be gotta, better for the long run. But yeah, man. Um, I know we're going to wrap up here in a second. I'm, I could feel the vibe. Well, I was going to say, if you wanted to talk about the people Rittenhouse shot, because yep. a lot of people don't understand. Let me see. I, I took a few screenshots today. I don't know if I. Yep. Here we go. So, you know, first and foremost, the three people who died were white. OK, so this whole racism Straight thing really. Out. And sorry to cut you off, but that has been misconstrued by the mainstream me i'm sorry the corporate press over and over again up until yesterday nbc yeah. news shared an article about how black people are going to be traumatized over a white nationalist murdering people uh being free if kyle rittenhouse is is let free something along those lines basically very leaving it very gray that it was not black people that you know like they didn't yeah. necessarily say it was black people who were shot, but they didn't say it was white people who were shot. They made up some narrative about how black people are going to be terrified because this keeps happening to them or yeah. something like, like what it's, keeps happening to them. Yeah, they're being purposefully misleading. This was and, yesterday. And the sad part of this is there is a lot of people out there that don't know this, this little tidbit. Oh, you know, they don't, yeah. I mean, so, you know, first person to die, Joseph D. Rosenbaum convicted felon sex offender level three offender failure to maintain registration status anthony huber convicted felon assault and battery domestic abuse false imprisonment illegal weapon uh wow this guy's last yeah. name is something else yeah this, this uh, an asshole yeah yeah gay gp gay gross crits crits yeah. yeah gross crits convicted felon felony burglary, probation violation, illegal weapon. These are the heroes. CNN hails these three people heroes. Bill de Blasio hails them as the victims. No. All right, the heroes. Yep. These are so, isn't it so funny? No matter who dies, what skin color they are, what race they are, whether a cop did it or a vigilante did it. 
It is always, it's never, oh, Stephen from Sunday school who donated to, you know, who donated his time on Christmas morning to feed the homeless at the soup kitchen. He was, he was a volunteer all over town and the cops just dragged him down the street and choked him to death. It's always the crackhead with illegal gun charges, child abuse charges, assault charges, armed robbery. It's always these career criminals that get killed. Yeah. It's never it's never little, you know, good boy volunteer churchgoer. And that and that's that's the conglomerate of the state and the media spinning that narrative. But let's let's look at this from the perspective of Black Lives Matter. And hold on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. And the guy who lived, what's the guy? Um Grosscourts. He was the worst out of all of them. Yeah, he, he raped children. I'm not trying no, to go. No, that was out. Rosenbaum. That was Rosenbaum. That was? Yeah, Rosenbaum. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. Dave Grosskreutz was the worst aggressor of of the three because he he's the one who uh, drew his, his uh, gun on Kyle while Kyle was on the ground, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and was, was probably going to shoot him. Yeah. Um, but let, let's look at this from the perspective of me. Hypothetically, I'm a Black Lives Matter protester or supporter who participated in good faith in uh, Kenosha that that, you know, night. Um, and I hear about this, you see, the thing is I've been lied to, right. And, and I probably not, don't realize I haven't done any research, but why as a black lives matter supporter in good faith, who wants to see the black community, you know, do good and, and, you know, like be free of police, you know, brutality and all that stuff. Why would you support three white convicted criminals? One of which was a pedophile and are out on the streets making your protests violent, attacking people and throwing Molotov cocktails at people. Like, how does that further your narrative or goal in any way of justice for black people? Um, It doesn't. It doesn't make any logical sense. And my only conclusion to that is, which I already kind of said, is they don't know. Right. They've I I don't even blame. I don't even blame like the people on the left who don't know. I really don't. The sheep. Yeah. I I really don't blame them. I shared a video with you before of that woman who had a complete fucking mental breakdown. Right. When when uh, when the the jury, the verdict, literally, she had a a legitimate mental breakdown. They had to take her away in in an ambulance. She was seizuring, seizuring, I guess, from like the overwhelming anxiety of of this trial didn't go her way. And and, uh so I feel bad for someone like that. I really, maybe some people laughed at her. I know you don't. I know you never feel bad for these people, but I no. do. I do because they've been fucking conned. They've been lied to by powerful forces, the government and the media. They have been. It's I, like everybody who's plugged into the Matrix. I feel bad for them, right? In in the movie, the Matrix, because they've been forced there by the machines. This powerful entity. It's the same fucking thing for that woman who had like a seizure because her yep. whole. Her whole like life view got blown up right in front of her face. So I do feel bad for these people because they don't know any better. They're literally just in the matrix and they don't know. So I don't know. But at, like, the, at the same I hope, time, I like... hope this wakes them up. I, that's why. Yeah. That's why during this case, like I tried to reach out to a few people on like that I know personally that were posting stuff that makes no sense to because I can't fix the world. I don't have the fucking magic wand, but I can change maybe three or four people's minds. Got a microphone. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but those people ain't gonna listen to our podcast nah, because they nah. think that you know we're we're evil demons. But if I approach someone on one on a one to one level, you could change their mind because you could just be like, dude, you know me. Look, here's the facts. This is why I think what I think. I'm less emotional, right? When we get on a podcast, I mean you get, no, you get up crazy and like yelling yeah. and shit. 
Uh, it, it's just a better, I wish some of those people would come and talk to us on the podcast. I think that might have is. to be the goal for 2022, to be honest with you. Like we really need to get someone with an opposing view on and just be like, why? Like that's see, that's the problem with like a lot of like the people who oppose the views we have is because that, that one question of why really trips them up. Right. you know yeah you when you when you ask questions it's it's a good uh, you know like yeah debate tactic. i, I forget when I, I forget what we were arguing about and like people were just like oh i i know what your skin color and i was like i fine like i yes i'm white like but why do you feel the need to be this angry but well you, you don't don't tell me you, you white nationalist okay but like just to, justify what you're saying yeah. a lot of like what we see and i keep saying it to you is like how can people justify saying this like i think um whoopi goldberg from the view had some some statement of like what we're learning from this trial is that it's okay for white people to shoot people you are a full-grown adult you're she's a senior citizen i'm sorry it's just you know that's their age bracket You've been on this earth for a long time, and I am not going to negate and diminish anything that you have personally experienced. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say Whoopi Goldberg has lived a very comfortable life, bare minimum. I'm sure she has dealt with some type of racism, but as and I and I know it's just a state controlled establishment talking mouthpiece now. But as an adult, how is how is your brain set up as an adult that you see the prosecution tampering evidence and you see the prosecution's witness straight up saying, no, he never pointed a gun at me. No, we chased him. No, he didn't. You, you witnessed the prosecution the witness destroy the entire case. And in your head, as a logical adult, you're like, it's okay for white people to shoot people. That's what I learned today. Well, you see, the, the difference is someone like Whoopi Goldberg is not a dumb person. They're very well off. They're very well educated. They're nefarious. She's a nefarious yeah. actor. I don't feel bad for a Whoopi no, Goldberg. No, I don't. Or or I don't. Mayor Bill de Blasio, who's purposefully yeah. misrepresenting the, the rules. I feel bad for the woman who had a, a complete mental fucking breakdown in front of the courthouse today because she's just some random person. Who yeah. you know probably doesn't look into this shit that often, or doesn't have the means to. She maybe got a job, maybe right. you know, you know what I mean. Like she's just a normal. It's amazing person. how much like yes. if. She, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. No, no, no go. Ahead. Uh, it's just amazing how much that people just did independent research. Like it would save so much effing heartache, bro. Yeah. Just, just look into it past the CNN headline, even like. That's a main that's a main thing I've been trying to like yeah. show people with this. It's like you're I think I posted I've posted a lot on my own. Let's get back to social media, right? I don't normally post a lot of political. I mean, I do sometimes on my personal thing, but I felt like this was important that I had to post stuff about the Rittenhouse trial on my yeah. personal, you know, Instagram or whatever, because like I'm going to I looked at it this way. This is dangerous, right? This is like the government trying to get people to fight each other. And there are people here I can maybe connect with and show them a different way. Like I can maybe red pill people uh, based off of how how uh, obviously bullshit this trial was. So I'm like, I should post some things here. And one of the main things I posted was like the last thing I'm going to post regarding a Rittenhouse. It was like, you're being lied to. 
That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. You're be at every fucking facet of everything. You're being lied to. And I forgot what it was. It was it was some detail about the trial that I was saying you're being lied to. But like, that's what I don't know. I feel like it to, to go back to real quick, real quick, to go back to your point about social media you're talking about earlier. I did also notice it's quiet. Mm-hmm. It is quiet. Yeah, and that's a bit of a white pill because either it's it's quiet on in my personal space. And so yeah, that's media, what right? I started like, the show with in my in my personal yeah. social media things. Right. Like my own individual ones, not the not the podcast you know, podcast ones. Right. On like where I interact with people I actually know, like Facebook, Instagram is very quiet. Aside from like, you know, people on the right, like, yeah, you know, good. You know, this was the right thing to do, I think. A lot of people and from like a one to one have maybe realized, yeah, you know, this is kind of this. They're kind of right. You know, yeah, they were kind of the right. Narrative but fell not, apart. They're not going to like come out and be like, I was wrong. They were no. right. You know, what I mean, people are just going to take the L and be like, you know what? Maybe they're right. Yeah. You got to. But, you, but go let, let me make a larger point here. But that's on my my personal one to one. That's what I saw. Media ecosystem. Right. Go to Twitter. <laughs> well, Twitter is just, I'm trying you to know, it's designed for this. I'm trying to make a larger point here. Twitter is the battlefield of ideology, as I've said a million times to you. That is where the narrative is being forged in fire. That is the battlefield. Twitter is not quiet. Twitter is a fucking war zone right now of people on the left and people on the right going back and forth to each other. And I hate it. I hate it as a thing, right? But it has to be fought because that forging of the fucking ideology that's occurring there is going to trickle down to the other social media platforms that are going to influence people to behave a certain type of way. So if nobody does that, if no one goes there and pushes back against those assholes who are on there right now, like fucking Shank Uger and fucking Bill de Blasio and every other random Sean King, Sean King, every other random Aaron Rupar, every random leftist that is just sowing division and hate. If no, and and not even like the blue check people, just like random normal people. Yeah. Too. You have to push back against those. If no one does that, those people draw the narrative. And that narrative trickles down to normal people that you might know in your personal life and infect their fucking way of thinking and make them hate you and make them hate everybody. And I don't know what the fucking objective is here, but it ain't for everyone to Division. get along. Right. It ain't for everyone to get along peacefully. It ain't. So yeah. that's that was a, the larger thing I'm trying to make. Like locally, things seem like people have gotten it. But in the in the battlefield, the war is still being and it's always going to be the battlefield. for the reason There's always going to be an ideological battlefield. Honestly, it's not like one day we're going to be like, that's it. Everyone lays down their keyboard Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we go about our lives. No, there's always going to be an ideological battlefield somewhere, even if libertarianism, in my idea, which is one of the best ideologies could have. And if it becomes the dominant ideology and things are great, everyone's prosperous, prosperous, right? Like black people have record levels of of wealth. And the country is doing great, and it spreads around the globe. All the other countries in the globe, it's a fucking utopia, magically, of everything. There's still going to be people willing to tear Mm -hmm. down everything. And there's going to be a battlefield somewhere of the people who are right and the people who are wrong. And it's going to, you know what I mean? It's always going to be there. The the fight never ends, just put it that way. No, it doesn't. I think that's a pretty good spot, huh? Yeah, I think it's a pretty good spot to uh, wrap this it up. Was, this was a good episode. This was a lot of stress that was building up for this uh, for this verdict. Yeah. Well, we we waited, bro. We waited. Yeah. We didn't cover it much. Like, we wanted to record, what, Wednesday or Thursday? Yeah, when we wanted to record when uh, it was over. One other thing yeah. real quick I want to point out. This is just a, a public service announcement. The vaccine mandate that 
you know, our fascist dictator, President Biden, enacted, which is completely unconstitutional, has been struck down by federal court. And OSHA has issued that they will not be enforcing the vaccine mandate. That vaccine mandate is the one that applies to employers of 100 or more employees. So if your job is trying to coerce you into getting vaccinated because Biden and OSHA made a rule uh, to get vaccinated, they are wrong. There is no rule. It is completely stopped right now. Um, so it's over. Like You have a beef now if your your, uh, your employer is doing it under that pretext. If it's called... It's if called wrongful termination right. and medical discrimination. If, right. Again, if you want to go get vaccinated, fine. But if you're being coerced by your employer under pretext of the government mandate, that is false. That doesn't exist uh, for the if your job is 100 or more. If you're a government contractor, that is still in place. Uh, that is that was more direct. Biden has more direct whatever. It's all bullshit anyway. But <laughs> just wanted to make that point out, you know, yep. just to give people a little information there if you're still listening. It's good. People need to know the rules. All right, Doom Nation, it's been another great episode. We are glad you guys could join us. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. What do we got coming up next? What do we got coming up next? What's coming up next? It's right here. Funko Pop Mystery Boxes. You just gave away where you live, you dummy. (laughs) Son of a bitch. That was the wrong side. We're going to have to blur that out. Might be be too blurry. We'll see. Captain, Um, Captain just doxed himself. Yeah, that's that's terrible. We're going to have to uh, blur that out. Um, Yes, this Monday, it is Friday right now. On Monday, we are getting together with Big Mikey and Mark, and we are going to do Popcast 3. Yep, so I'm excited about right. that. I yeah, got a lot I, am, I have. Oh, That'll be man, fun, I, man. Especially yeah. after the Rittenhouse drama, it'll be nice to just open some pops and talk about nonsense. Yeah, make sure you blur out my address and Doom Nation. Thank you. Goodbye.